This is the North Carolina Fusion Podcast. Brought to you by Wake Forest Baptist Health. Thank you for joining us on the North Carolina Fusion Podcast. My name is Scott Wollaston and I serve as the Executive Director for the North Carolina Fusion. Today I will be speaking with Sarah Bridges, Chief Program Officer, soon to be Chief Experience Officer for North Carolina Fusion. Sarah has been a key member of our staff running the Twin City Recreation Soccer Program for several years and now moving into a bigger role overseeing all our programs and the experience of our families. And we wanted our membership to have an opportunity to learn more about Sarah and the huge impact she's making on the club. I hope you enjoy. Welcome everybody to the North Carolina Fusion Podcast. Uh, Today we have Sarah Bridges with us. Sarah is our uh, Chief Program Officer, soon to be Chief Experience Officer. Um, She's been running our Twin City Recreation Soccer Program for for many years and she's done an incredible job and now moving into a new role with the club um, where honestly she's going to have an even bigger impact and and really help the experience for our our players. So no pressure, no pressure there. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. So um, today, you know, we're just going to have a chat and give people an opportunity to really learn about what you're doing because a lot of times people don't know what we're doing behind the scenes and don't get to see that it doesn't always get all the way down to the experience on the field so we're going to talk about that so I think the first thing we want to uh, do is I would love for you to tell people about your background um, where you came from um, you know experience in youth sports um, experience prior to that and and all right yeah so I actually grew up in Winston-Salem so I played for twins which is the east side or west side of this program now Um, Played, I don't know, a lot of years. Gosh, <laughs> started when I was four or five in Optimist, mm-hmm. and then moved into the Twins program early, um, and played through high school. So, um, I was on the first ever state championship team for the girls program, um, which is awesome. That's so cool. that was back in, I don't know, like ten years ago. I'm sure it wasn't that long ago. Okay. I'm just kidding. It was probably like 20, <laughs> 25 years now. Oh my god. And gosh. who coached that team? Chris Turner. Okay. So, yep, he coached me all the way through high school. Um, Chris so is I played for at him. Forsyth Country Day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Still working there, um, mm-hmm. and I played for him at school as well. So I went to Forsyth Country Day. Okay. Um, and we won two state championships there. So had some success on the field um, in that space, um, and then I went off to Carolina. Go Heels, um, and studied education. You just split our membership in half. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay, go on. The membership that matters. Oh, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, I probably did, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so I went off to Carolina, studied education, um, minored in English, and finished in 2008. Okay. And then went and taught for five years. Um, went back to my roots, and went back to Forsyth Country Day and taught. Ran the summer programs, the winter programs, coached basketball and soccer, um, and then I got connected with you. And then I moved over, not homes, but moved to the club, um, mm-hmm. and have been working in the rec program and coaching and doing all kinds of things, I feel like. Yeah. Um, for bookkeeper the past, for a little while. Bookkeeper for a little while, <laughs> yeah. So uh, multifaceted, yeah, right? that's, that's what right. we're going with. Um, so try to wear a lot of hats, yeah. um, do them all well, so that's my my hope at least. So yeah, excited about the new space um, and being with the east side um, and impacting a bigger group of, of members. Awesome. So that's the hope. So tell us, um, how did you meet your husband? Oh, <laughs> uh, on the soccer field, <laughs> loving soccer. No, um, he worked for Twins. He started way back, way mm-hmm. before me. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we met here. Yay. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> I it mean, it's important. Happen. It can happen. So yeah, we got married four years ago. Is that right? 2015? You should know. <laughs> I should know. I was there. 2015, um, so going on five years. That's awesome. Yep. Great. Um, <laughs> so tell that experience that you had 
playing for twins, yeah. right? Um, and living here and now seeing what fusion has become. Talk about kind of the difference in yeah. that, what you experienced back then to now in terms of like what's what's similar, what's different. Yep. So I think the biggest piece is you back in the day, your team was your team and you had no other um, time with anybody else. Mm. So we played in the same group of kids for, I don't know, five, 10 years together mm. um, and never really saw other teams. Mm. We didn't train in the same place. Mm. We trained at varying locations all over the city. Um, it didn't quite feel like a club, it didn't. was your team. We were like, yeah, you yeah. were your own club within yeah. your team. Um, I didn't know what was going on with other teams. I had no idea. So um, I think that's probably the biggest difference. Um, it's exciting to walk out on, on a field and see basically 30, 40 teams yeah. training um, mm -hmm. from rec to our competitive team. So mm -hmm. um, that's a massive change, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, no community at all. I mean, mm -hmm. you just didn't know um, anybody else. And do you like so, that in terms of like probably the community was that small group? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So and we, so I mean, we're still connected via Facebook and other avenues sure. and um, definitely made the relationships. Obviously, that's the most important thing from all of this, I think, for me. So um, they were impactful mm -hmm. um, to this day. I yeah. still see people that are back in Winston yeah. and they have their kids in, in our program now, yeah. which is kind of cool. That's so awesome. playing rec or whatever they're doing. So it's that's fun. Awesome. Yeah, it is a lifelong sport. So yeah. you're in it for the long haul, really. Yeah. So it's fun. It's cool. Yeah. And in terms of your experiences that you had on that team, what are the things that you remember most yeah. now looking back at it? So I was young. Um, I was the youngest on the team and um, I was, I definitely was a shy child I would say super competitive fiercely competitive but definitely shy and I remember like the tournament weekend where I kind of blossomed mm -hmm. and was like oh, I'm not that young and mm -hmm. this is really fun and um, I couldn't tell you how many games we won or lost or um, anything like that but the impact of the just joy that we had I mean we laughed mm -hmm. I, I mean we were ridiculously crazy and <laughs> did stupid stuff we TP'd Chris Turner's house one time <laughs> I still remember doing that um, he probably remembers that well we did a really poor job I think but it was super fun and we our parents were involved and laughed and thought it was hysterical and yeah. um, we just did fun things together um, they threw my 13 year old surprise birthday party cool. so I still remember that so um, they were my real friends, um, mm -hmm. and that was what it was about. It wasn't really the X's and O's of the game. Yeah. Um, so awesome. that would be the big piece. So as you've kind of, um, I guess, your experience at Twins First in mm -hmm. terms of the rec program, what um, I think a lot of people don't understand what we do at, yeah. at rec. It's, it's our biggest program, mm -hmm. recreation. It's, um, it's incredibly important to introduce players to the game, introduce our, our families to the game. Yeah. Talk about what does a recreation director do, and um, I guess now, um, what's Andrew Fleming's job like <laughs> running the entire <laughs> rec program from for Fusion from West and, yeah, and East? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the rec program is basically um, a program that is for everyone. Um, you could be at any level, um, and if you want to have fun and you want to be playing, it's for you. So um, just starting out at whatever age you are. If you're 13 and you are ready to try soccer for the first time, it's a great space for you. Mm -hmm. If you've been playing for seven years, it's a great space for you. So mm -hmm. um, I think that's the, the most special part of the rec program. It really is designed to um, be convenient and be really fun. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so Andrew... <laughs> He's a champion. Um, he, so I would say there's over 3,000 kids in the rec program um, from the east to the west. So 
Um, obviously his role is definitely logistical yeah. and administrative and how can he communicate well with that many families mm-hmm. and make sure they know where they're going, what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, when they should be there. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's fun. Yeah. He, he knows that the end game is awesome. And mm-hmm. once the kids are on the field, mission accomplished, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think that's the biggest piece is that um, its value is so important because it creates a space for kids that um, – maybe want to play other sports and do Mm -hmm. other things and um, they don't have to commit to this year-long program and they don't have to travel very far Mm -hmm. um, really at all. They can go Mm -hmm. in their backyard really. Mm -hmm. Um, So we try to find spaces where kids don't have to to work very hard to Mm -hmm. get to do what they love. So yeah. And what do you what's what kind of the biggest struggles with running the rack? What are the things that you, every every season you're like this problem's never going yeah, away the weather <laughs> weather <laughs> and we've been lucky um, this so we've been very yeah, fortunate it hasn't this rained fall. all season yeah. no Saturday games have been canceled <laughs> I that's never happened ever so um, the weather is definitely a challenge it's an uncontrollable um, yeah. but it impacts everybody mm-hmm. so that would be the hardest thing um, to deal with and manage because um, if one cancellation happens everything snowballs from that sure. and you have to change a lot of things yeah. um so especially with 3,000 kids definitely trying yeah to figure out change so. of fields oh, it's and, terrible. and so. coaches <laughs> that coach multiple teams yep. and yeah yep. so um yeah I think that's the biggest obviously difficulty um what about coaches yeah so everybody's a volunteer <laughs> um which is awesome honestly it's awesome it's over 300 volunteers that make the program run yeah. so um I think the hardest part is you know, 95% are super committed mm-hmm. and excited to be there. And the other 5% are like, what did I just sign up sure. for? You know, um, and they t- typically turn out awesome and it's yep. fine, but they have the like deer in the headlights. What in the world am I doing? Yeah. Um, I just worked nine to five and now I'm on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think our parents respect that and understand that, you know, the volunteers are doing something unpaid right. and doing something because they love their kids and they love the game and things like that. So and we have a lot of, a lot of volunteers that aren't, parents we of do. kids yeah. on the team yeah we but, do so just who, who of, are some of those yeah so we i mean we have plenty that just want to step out and be a part of the game yeah um, we have some that played for us in the past mm-hmm. um and have come back and, and joined us on the field we have kids that are in high school that want to coach like a 5u 6u team yeah um and their season has ended or something you know and that they play in the spring or fall or whatever and they come out and get on the fields on Sundays um, cool. and they usually do it in twos or threes um, mm-hmm. and they're usually awesome That's so great. it's awesome yeah. probably great role models for definitely the, and for I think the they realize how hard it is they're like <laughs> yeah. oh coaching isn't yeah. what I thought it was Absolutely. Um, and there it takes work yeah. and effort so would you say that the biggest way that our families could potentially help or really want the potential volunteering to coach right sometimes yes. if, they're, if they're if they're please other volunteer kids, <laughs> if their other kids are out here at the field maybe they yeah. maybe they can come over and we and are really help. flexible with volunteers <laughs> perfect yes. and then I guess the other thing and I it just as we've discussed kind of the the recreation program and you've talked about kind of it's it is for everyone mm-hmm. yep. um really helping us spread the word yeah. about Definitely. the program I think that our um, our families telling other people about mm-hmm. the program and the great experience they've had. It's a, honestly, it's it's probably the biggest compliment we can get. Definitely, um, is referring someone to the program and just um, and letting people know, just give it a shot, play yep. for a season, see if you li- they, if your son or daughter likes the sport, yep. um, and if they don't, maybe they'll come back another time. Yep. You know, and um, I think that's really important for our families totally to if if you're looking for a way to really compliment us, it's send people to rec and, and give it give it a shot. Yep. So. Awesome. And Andrew does a great job. Super organized. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a 
a cruise ship. I mean, yeah. he does a really, really good job. Awesome. So. Awesome. Yep. So let's talk about um, your new role. So in the over the course of this last, really over the last year, yep. you've started to transition as, as we've become North Carolina Fusion from the role of Twin City Recreation to into this chief program officer mm-hmm. role where um, we really talked about the importance of it being that we really needed someone to oversee all of our different programs, yep. whether that's soccer, high level soccer, recreation soccer, middle level, um, our TOTS programs, our adult programs, our um, our lacrosse programs, field hockey, everything that we do, we needed someone to really say, are we doing this well? And um, and we talked about that, that that would be a really good fit for you given that you've managed a lot of people yeah. and a lot of volunteers and looked at how can we do things better. Um, and even just recently, though, we've even sort of evolved yep. that that name. We've gone from chief program officer to chief experience officer because we found that the program part of it seemed a bit logistical. Yep. People just tend to think of logistics when we talk about programs. And really what you're looking at is this experience, yep. right? Yep. So talk about that um your new role. Yeah. What are you trying to do with with the? In yeah, that? so I think um, just getting an overhead view of what every every space, every program is doing, um, and finding, hey, this is what we do really well here, mm-hmm. and here's what we do really poorly, mm-hmm. and how can we improve both, obviously. But if we're doing something really well in the lacrosse program, how can we move that to the soccer program? Mm-hmm. If we're doing something really well in the soccer program. How can we impact the field hockey program? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I. I mean, I really want to dive into what are people experiencing, obviously. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a coach, yeah. whether it's a parent, a player, there are so many layers of yes. programs. Mm-hmm. Um, so my responsibility is really to, to evaluate are all of those levels really being having a positive experience? Are they impacted? Um, is it going to um, change the, you know, the future for them in, in a positive way? Sure. So, um, it's a heavy responsibility, yeah. I think, if mm-hmm. I'm honest. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit intimidating at times knowing that um, what we do matters yes. um, and long term, really, because we talk about sports being a lifelong thing, mm-hmm. um, every sport, really, um, for, for a person. So I think that's like a, a big way of saying it. But um, yeah. I want to just make sure that we're, we're doing things for the right reasons mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we're impacting kids and families and coaches mm-hmm. and all of that. So, awesome. Yeah. And how has it, obviously you've had Kevin on the podcast, yeah, yeah. And how has that creation of our mission statement really saying what we do, why we do it, and how we do it, how has that helped you in terms of um, really evaluating yeah. our programs? And it's narrowed the focus, yeah. right? So um, I can always ask, is this does this fit here? And if it doesn't, it's a really easy no. Mm. Um, it, you know, we can say yes to a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and that obviously, when we're saying yes to something, we're probably saying no to something right. else um, and hurting in a different area. And that has allowed me to say, you know, this doesn't fit with what we're really wanting to do. Yeah. So we need to not do it. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah. And so what are some of the recent um, things that you've done to yeah. try and evaluate that experience and what and what is kind of upcoming yeah so um just in the last month i've called it like my october um doc overview kind of feedback director director of coaching yeah so just i've only done it in the soccer space so far um so managers and coaches part-time and full-time basically did um, an evaluation of their director of coaching so um just finished those results in the last couple weeks and now spending last week, this week, and a little bit of next week, um, meeting with every director um, and just talking about, here's the feedback we received, positive or negative. Yeah. Um, 
if it's positive, what can you do better? If it's negative, how can we shift something? How can we improve um, that program for you um, and help you tackle um, the tough stuff? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that is first step. Second step um, is I'm working on creating a survey for our membership as a whole, mm -hmm. lacrosse, field hockey, soccer, mm -hmm. um, and really allow um, that space for families to give feedback. Mm -hmm. We need it, yeah. I think, if we're honest. Yeah. So um, we need it, and we, we want to know what we can be doing better. We know we're not doing everything well. Yeah. So um, we have ideas of what we want to change, but yeah. it's always nice to get other points of view Absolutely. and things like that. So and it takes time. It does, yeah. You know, it's a, a process. Of, it oh, is. Man. And so. I think a lot of the things that we've been working on in this experience space, it doesn't get fixed tomorrow. Right. And I think right. that's frustrating for people like us Definitely. because we're yeah. – like super, we want change perfect. it. We got to get it done right now. It need to be done yesterday, yeah. and we love to see that happen. Yeah. However, some of these things are are cultural. They are um, they are huge shifts um, in in what we're doing in a positive way. But you're right. The feedback is is super important for us, and um, so it's great that you've been able to do that, and not just get the feedback from people, but also be able to provide that feedback for our staff. Which yeah. I think that as a club, we haven't done a great job. Mm -hmm. Of really doing that and it's it's is I think you've you've realized it's been really neat to see how people have taken it yeah, on you definitely. know you see folks that are going wow I didn't know people felt that way yeah. or I didn't realize I was doing that and now they can make changes definitely. right and yeah. for, for a good reason excellent what are there any were there any things that you found through the surveys well from the from our coaches or from the managers so far yeah. That you would go, man. Like everyone kind of recognizes that we do that really well. Yeah. And then on the opposite side, wow, I didn't realize that we do that so poorly, or yeah. we really need to improve that. And I'm sure there's a lot of both. But were there anything that was just really glaring to you over that um, process so far? Honestly, it was a huge scale. Yeah. If I'm honest, so um, that would be it's a little difficult. One of the big questions I asked was, "What do you value most?" Yeah. Um, and I think that piece was really important to me. It highlighted. Um, communication mm -hmm. and leadership mm -hmm. and honesty and transparency, which mm -hmm. I think is a, a direction that we're um, trying to to move toward. We yeah. haven't always been that way in sure. the sense of, you know, trust is one of our core values. Like how can we create that trust? And that comes with honesty and, yeah. you know, transparency. So yes. um, those pieces were, that was a like a blaring, yeah, you need to pay attention to this. Yeah. Um, so even from a director level, but all the way up to our, you know, club admin sure. and leadership team yep. and things like that so um that was a big piece um from any any surprises or negatives um i'm trying to think of the it was so different for every coach sure. so that's kind of a hard because yeah. we we paid attention to specific directors yeah. they had to evaluate a specific director mm -hmm. so um i think everyone's doing something well and yeah. doing something that they can improve on sure. so i think we all are so Excellent. i think that's and the it, point it probably points out that we are an organization made up of people. People, yeah, we're <laughs> and, human. <laughs> and, and because of that, people have different strengths and weaknesses, yep. and therefore that you know, even though we are we are really driving towards this north star of our mission statement and our vision, and trying to do things a certain way, people are different, yep, and sure. so I think that's that's important. That as we go along, we're going to continue to see this these yep. type of things where we have positive and negative feedback so how, just how do we handle that how we continually give feedback and obviously that's what what you're doing yep. in your role so it's fantastic um it's maybe a little bit of a trick question oh, no. but which program do you think is most important oh man that's a loaded question um hmm 
every program is important. It's okay. got nothing. <laughs> they are all important. Yes, I would say that the base is probably the most important. If you have a really small base, meaning the rec program or our nines and tens or junior academy, mm-hmm. if those programs aren't growing and improving, it's going to hurt our U18 program mm-hmm. long term. So, mm-hmm. um, I would say that our youngest ages, whatever that is, whether it's U five and six, mm-hmm. whether it's U nine and ten. Um, leading into our classic teams, um, those hold a lot of weight mm-hmm. um, and need a lot of focus because we want not necessarily that you know we're doing all the right things in the soccer space, but we want kids to enjoy the game because mm-hmm. if they hate it by the time they're ten, we're in trouble. Sure. So um, we want to do we want to make it a whole positive experience yeah. um, from all the different sides of it. So and when you think about that, um, I think that a lot of people, think of our program I know when I moved to Winston everyone talked about twins mm-hmm. or Greensboro um, at that time Greensboro youth soccer uh, that's the high level yeah. that's the top level of play we yeah. our kids not ready for that and now you're talking about that that recreation level and even our, our levels as they reached to yeah. the top yeah. and how important that is um, I think it kind of goes right into, and I know you're not saying that our top levels are not important, not, and yeah. and we are we are investing heavily in those. In will all those become less ones. important if that program isn't exactly isn't doing what exactly. it needs to do. So, and in terms of what we you know we've talked about the last couple of weeks, I told you about the the um, conference that I went to mm-hmm. with Project Play, and um, when you hear a stat like 69% of kids quit yeah. youth sports by the age of 12, you're going. We're not doing something right, yep. right? We gotta look ourselves in the mirror and go, what do we have to do differently? And I think that when we look at your role now, mm-hmm. you're having an opportunity to really evaluate that mm-hmm. and go in, in the soccer space, in the lacrosse space, in the field occupation, in the parent space, yeah. in the coaching space, in the club space. What are we not doing that mm-hmm. is causing this? Because you've already talked about this great experience you had as a kid. Right. And probably most of our families the parents have had in one sport or another, like they yeah. had something similar. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how we talk about um, our youth sports experiences yeah. and how impactful it was, and yet these trends are happening, mm-hmm. knowing that it could be a great impact on kids, and maybe we're not doing anything about it, right? right? So I think this is important to, for our membership to know that we're thinking this way, mm-hmm. and we know that there needs to be shifts. There's some things we're doing really well. Yeah, for sure. And it's really impactful, and it's fantastic. Kids are having a great experience, but there's other things that we need to do better. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Um, you know, one of the things that we've um, we've done is change to multiple sports. Mm-hmm. And we were, we've historically been a soccer club. Right. Um, why do you think it's important that we have these other sports? Yeah, so <laughs> that's a great question. Um, every kid's not going to play soccer, mm-hmm. like if we're honest. Mm-hmm. So um, we offer a, in the soccer space, we've offered for a long time something that is organized and um, is focused on development and the right, I feel like the right things. Mm-hmm. Um, and other sports are kind of like renegades a little bit, like they, you know, soccer is its own entity of it has a state association mm-hmm. and national, national association. Um, other sports don't have that. They don't have any kind of, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, like group to, mm-hmm. or... Um, governing body. Thank you. Yes, yeah. governing body that's kind of directing them mm-hmm. and showing them, like, here's what should be mm-hmm. you should be focused mm-hmm. on and here's what you shouldn't be focused on, things like that. And some seem to have that. Correct. But still there's different groups with within that, Correct, right? yeah. So like a basketball AAU or yep. a... 
lacrosse has U.S. lacrosse. Mm-hmm. But they it's still just get to that do people they do yep. a lot. They don't necessarily look to that as Correct. the governing body all the time, based on yep. what we've experienced yep. here. So I think um, in the soccer space, we've learned, you know, that um, since we are doing things for the right reasons and we're trying to help develop kids, um, that we can do that in other spaces, mm-hmm. not necessarily from like a um, like you and I from a lacrosse expertise mm-hmm. from the sport itself, but from you know organization wise and wise and um, development wise. Um, so we can help those directors of those sports mm-hmm. um, really make a bigger impact mm-hmm. and impact more kids and provide another space for kids to do sport. Sure. We know how important that is. Yeah. So um, and we have fields and mm-hmm. space to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's awesome. a big part of it. And is there, um, would you say there's, obviously we now have soccer, lacrosse, field yep. hockey. Is there another sport that you could see coming? What makes sense for us potentially in the future? And what, what we, I mean, we don't talk about really necessarily basketball right. or yeah. um, volleyball because it's different facilities yeah. right, and different things. But yeah. given what we have in terms of yeah. resources, of, of facilities and the staff we have, what would be potentially another fit in the future yeah. based on what you're kind of seeing with trends in sport? Um, running. Mm-hmm. If we could get some kind of running group, I think that's, I mean, a, even in an adult space, yeah. our Winston-Salem community is heavy on the runners yeah. let's be real yeah. so and we've got um, great places we for do them to run. yeah mm-hmm. so um that would be a next step potentially um obviously football is a, a beast of its own mm-hmm. american football mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um so that's um, a challenge i wouldn't say necessarily football but maybe flag football um and there that's a growing area and sure. um sport and then ultimate frisbee there's not a uh there there are leagues, yeah. which is actually really cool, mm-hmm. um, and we bring a lot of leagues here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, to, we obviously have fields. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just need a field. Sure. That's the beauty of yeah. it. So, if we can provide a space for that, yeah. um, I would say that would be a potential. Um, but I would say, for me, if I'm honest, um, focusing on the sports we're doing right now, yeah. and then um, making sure that those are managed well yeah. and doing the right things, um, then we can take the step to to do something different. Fantastic. So, awesome. Yep. So um, you mentioned trust as Mm -hmm. one of our core values, and um, we talk about it a lot in terms of being able to give and receive feedback. There has to be a certain level of trust. And I think something that we have found in um, over this last couple of months in the process has been that a lot of, we've heard a lot of families or parents say that um, they're scared Mm -hmm. to provide their feedback right. or constructive criticism or um, you know the, a fear of their child being blackballed or not yep. not not being picked for a team or the coach being upset or something like that how how do we um, how do we gain that trust from families because you know I think in our individual conversations with with families when we've heard the mm-hmm. same thing we're going how can we fix it if yeah. we don't know we're sorry that 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 feeling exists, exists yeah. That's certainly not what we're trying right. to create in our in our culture. So, um, what can we do about that? Great question. Um, honestly, it's a gut punch <laughs> to yeah. hear that because mm-hmm. that's so far from what I think we're about. If yeah. I'm honest, mm-hmm. um, and so to impact that is to create trust. Whether that's open lines of communication and just being really transparent. Uh, I think setting proper expectations yeah. from the beginning of a season um, through the end. Um, Parents need to know that they can go to their coach. They mm-hmm. need to know that they can also reach out to their DOC. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they don't feel like that that is true for them, um, something needs to shift, I would say. Um, and so I think 
better communication from their coach um, on a feedback level. Right. Just, you know, we've changed the feedback process um, in the soccer space a little bit. So um, I think that is improving that area, mm -hmm. or I hope it is. Um, and that was the goal. Uh, so the kids have more knowledge of what is going on in the yeah. way they play and what they're doing and um, from the mental side, the physical, all that stuff. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, the more we're communicating and talking mm -hmm. and being honest about things mm -hmm. with expectations, um, the better that will become. Sure. Um, or at least I hope it does. And how do you so, want parents to approach that? Yeah. Because so. I think we all know that if, <laughs> when you say, like and Kevin mentioned it, when you say, um, I'd like to give you some feedback. What's the first thing you, you think of when you yeah. hear that? Um, uh, and, <laughs> and then also, also we've received um, plenty of, right. of, of awesome, that's uh, air quotes, awesome yeah. uh, emails from, from parents that are really upset about things. But how, how do we want to receive feedback? Yeah. What's the best way for that to happen? I would say the parents? first thing is to remember that we're human. Yeah. Um, like I, I always like air back to that because I, I – I think we get so caught up in that it's our kid and we're going to say whatever we need to in the moment to, to make sure that something changes, that we forget that the person on the other side maybe is a human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that we maybe wouldn't want to receive that kind of email at our, at our jobs. Yeah. So um, we want feedback, if I'm honest. like I, That's why we're taking the steps that we are. Yeah. Um, but I think constructive feedback um, is so important. Yeah. You know, Taking a step back and saying, I know this is my kid, but how can I help this situation from my side as well? Um, and so I would say an email is great, um, but we also want to meet and have conversations because emails get construed really poorly. Sure. Um, and I know that I've taken things personally that probably weren't intended the way that they were intended. So um, I would say a step maybe is to to provide feedback constructively, mm -hmm. calmly, yeah. um, knowing that the person's a human, yeah. and then say, hey, why don't we get together and talk about it, versus sure. I'm gonna say a lot of things in an email that I maybe wouldn't wanna say tomorrow. Sure. Um, so, right. And I would also say, like, when something happens and you're frustrated, to wait a little bit. Yeah. Um, I find that if I give myself 24 hours after a frustrating moment, mm -hmm. I feel a whole lot different the next sure. day. Yeah, um, exactly. So uh, I would just say that would be for me, that's a rule for myself. Yeah. Um, so I would challenge families to do the same. They're probably not wrong um, mm -hmm. in their frustration. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying that. Um, I'm just saying that we react and we respond very differently um, if we give ourselves sure. some time yeah. um, to think about it. Um, and I would say to just be respectful because um, mm -hmm. people are much more receptive to feedback sure. if it co it's come the right way. Yeah. Um, I want to change if someone's like, hey, have you thought about this? Mm -hmm. And da 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 da, you know. I'll be much more apt to be like, you're exactly right. I hadn't even thought about that. Mm -hmm. Or um, I want to change and do better, and yeah. et cetera. Because um, we all are here for the, for the kids. Yeah. And, you know, we sometimes forget that, that yeah. the coaches are about the kids too. And sure. staff, our admin, everybody. We, that's why we do this job. Yeah. We wouldn't do it if we weren't about, about the kids. Yeah. So, um, and you think about the, uh, how many of our staff, which is a huge number, um, stay up at night. Definitely. Because <laughs> we really do want to do a good yep. job, and we're so upset about maybe an email that we've mm -hmm. received, and um, when we we're trying to do the right thing, it didn't work out that yep. way, and we take it personally, and we probably should do a better job. We all need to grow in that area, yep. but at the same time, um, if we're doing this as a partnership with yep. families yep. to make this best for the kids, then we have to speak to each other Definitely. in the right manner and, yep. and those type of things. So that's great. Um, you said the other day uh, we were talking about kind of um, you know 
where you want to move, where you want to go forward in your yeah. career or, uh, you know, with your family, whatever it may be. And you talked about the, the impact. You talked about your desire, no matter what you were ever doing, you want to make an impact. Yeah. And especially in, our, in, in the community you're in. Um, do you feel you're doing that? And if so, um, if so, how do you feel you're doing that? And if, if not, what, what needs to change? Yeah. Um, also a loaded question. Thank you. You're <laughs> yeah, just firing sure. away today. Hey, this is a tough podcast. Okay. I um, just talk, speak, speak very, very deeply about your feelings. Um, I would say yes and no. Um, I definitely want to make impact. Um, not for myself, just because I think it's important um, that that kids and families are doing things that matter. Um, and I think sports matter. Um, I know youth sports matter. They mattered to me. They mattered to my family. Um, yeah, so it's ah, it's a heavy question. So um, am I having personal impact in this space? Yes and no. That would be my immediate question. I think yes in the space of I know what I want things to be mm. like going forward mm. um, and so and I know where we're falling short mm. and I want things to change and so mm. in that sense of like am I passionate about making sure that things are do- done well um, and for the right reasons absolutely so I would say yes in that space um, no because sometimes I don't always see it um, and I'm not working with kids one-on-one anymore mm. um, and that would be the biggest shift for me sure. um, in my in my head because um, I've been around kids for 10, 15, how old am I? 10 years, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that part feels like it's not impact because I'm not directly you know, working with kids. Um, that's not necessarily true. I think it's just my own head sure. saying, you're not with kids, so yeah. you know, it's not a direct relationship. So um, that's a challenge for myself. How yeah. can I be with kids more? Sure. That would be my question to myself. So yeah. um, yes and no. Awesome. That's great. Well, um, we we always like to kind of finish up our podcast <laughs> with uh, some spontaneous questions. Woo! You've already gotten a couple of spontaneous ones since I you didn't know what this I was going to ask today. Gosh! <laughs> um, but here's this kind of be rapid fire. Okay. So um, I'm ready. You ready? I don't know. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Ice cream. That didn't take. I long. would eat it for <laughs> every meal. <laughs> favorite place you visited? Oh goodness! Um, fun or not fun? Either way. Ooh. Um, well, hopefully it was fun if it was your favorite. Well, like the community of places <laughs> oh, okay, I've been, like enough. Haiti, like okay, that's not okay. fun. But, I gotcha. Um, that's fair. The people were amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, I've been a lot of places, Scott. You can't say Puff Town. I know. Well, you can if you want Puff to. Puff Town? <laughs> it's so great. That's where I live. <laughs> um, this isn't rapid fire anymore. I Gosh. I don't know. All right, we'll come back to okay, it. Okay, come back. What about a place you want to visit? Um... I want to go to Hawaii, but okay. that's purely selfish. Um, I know also, two people have already said Hawaii was their favorite place to go. I know, right? So, uh, See? Hmm. Maybe go. it's the same. Maybe they skewed your decision. I don't Maybe. Know. They could okay. have. All right. What's your <laughs> What's your favorite band or musician? Oh, Sister Hazel. Wow. All right. They were just in Winston. They're um, still great. They are good. Uh, favorite sports team? Um, the Heels and the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Boo. Boo Cowboys. Um oh. Who is the MVP on the Fusion staff? Um, Kristen Strain. It's like unanimous decision. <laughs> um, who's the You're the f- best. <laughs> who's the funniest person on the Fusion staff? Oh, gosh. That's also a loaded question. Everybody's so different in the way of their humor. Yeah. Um, you're the best with the movie quotes. Mark has the best banter. <sighs> mm, Adam's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everyone's really funny. Mike's got Mike joke Monday. Mike is so, I mean, Mike's my kind of funny, so that's uh, like so just Mike, Mike joke Monday. Yeah, Mike yeah. joke Monday. It might be. He All always right. brings me the best jokes. <laughs> the dad jokes. <laughs> They're so um, good. They are good. They're, so good. They're really good. The one about the uh, unsharpened pencil. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> we need to Those do that good. on Instagram. Yeah, right? we need to. Anyways. Um, if you could have dinner with anyone in history, who would it be and why? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's deep. That is so deep. Um, I'm not going to have a quick answer. That's deep, Scott. I don't know. I should have given you more time to think about I know. That. You should have preempted. Yeah. Come back to that one, too. Okay. Um... You've already answered my other one, so oh, it was part of, yeah, you got to do it. <laughs> All right. Maybe we just answer it on on our social media. Maybe this is Sarah's follow up response <laughs> to the question. Guess what it would be? Yeah, we could do a survey. Gosh, that's really hard. I want to meet a lot of people. Yeah, I really do. Well, name someone, even if it's not the only. Maybe it's someone you've thought of that that you would. You've stumped me. I don't know, dude. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, pass. I failed. we'll pass on that. My bad. Did you ever figure out what favorite place you visited? <sighs> um, still in Poptown? Probably still in Poptown. That's where my family is. Right. They're even there right That's now. That's right um, No, I'm just kidding. Probably like our where we went on our honeymoon, which was just Riviera Maya. So awesome. that was, I mean, let's be real. You sit in the sun all day. It's great. <laughs> Fantastic. Selfish. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, we really appreciate the work that you, you do <laughs> for the club. Um, I hope that um, people have a better, obviously, um, understanding of what you do yeah. and what you're going to be doing over the next, um, hopefully forever, um, for the club. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, and I think that um, now people can obviously know you better. Yep. And I think that's really important as, as everyone gets to know who's involved in our club, what's that's going great. on behind the scenes. So um, thank you. Thank you for, for all your here. effort, and uh, glad, glad you took time to uh, <laughs> to do this fun fun podcast on this uh, rainy day at rainy. the park. So I didn't um, wear my blazer. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for joining us uh, today on the North Carolina Fusion Podcast. We'll uh, be back soon with uh, another episode. Thank you. For more information, please visit our website, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to this podcast.